This is Joy Roland, and you're listening to episode 17 of the It's Possible podcast, Financial Planning 101, creating a roadmap for your financial future. Welcome to the It's Possible podcast. This is a podcast that sparks the transformation of your money mindset, empowering you to pave the way for financial success and wealth creation. This is where we study what the wealthiest and most successful people do. Not only do we study these successful people, we implement what we learn so that we create the life we want and deserve. Hi there, my name is Joy Roland, your host. I created wealth from changing my money mindset. Yes, it's possible for you too. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea. This is going to be fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of the It's Possible podcast. The holiday season is in full gear. Uh, my four-year-old daughter is so anxious for Christmas Day to come. And I try to explain to her that the most fun we have in the holiday season is the anticipation of the day, like of Christmas Day, right? Not just the day itself, because when the day comes, like it's just December 25th, and then the day goes by in just 24 hours. So I feel that the, the joy of Christmas is actually the anticipation of the day. But obviously, she's four. She wouldn't understand. But she keeps asking, is it Christmas Day yet? Is it Christmas Day yet? But I'm like, well, better enjoy it now because once the day comes, it's gone and that's it. Okay, let's dive in. Today, we're going to be talking about financial planning 101, creating a roadmap for your financial future. Before we dive in, I want to read a review for this podcast written by Ariana Vanier. I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. The title of our review is So Good. And she writes, I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Joy is so encouraging and gives awesome advice to help you build more wealth. I can't wait to listen to more episodes. Thank you so much, Ariana Vanier. Uh, it means a lot to me that you took out time from your very busy day to write me a review. I truly appreciate your time. Now, if you haven't left me a review yet, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and write a review for this show. Every week, I'll feature one review so I can personally thank you. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. Financial Planning 101, creating a roadmap for your financial future. Now, the goal of this podcast is to help you transform your relationship with money and build a more prosperous future. But some women might be very unclear on what financial planning is and how it works. I personally believe that planning is the bedrock of success. A wise man once said that failing to plan is planning to fail. So to kick things off, let's clarify what financial planning truly means. It's not just about budgeting or creating a roadmap for your financial future. Financial planning involves setting goals, managing your finances, and making informed decisions that align with those objectives. It's essentially a blueprint for your financial success. Now, step one is to set financial goals. One crucial step in financial planning is setting clear, achievable goals. Whether you are buying a home or starting a new business, 
or maybe returning comfortably is your goal. Having specific measurable goals provides direction and motivation. Yes, motivation is key because if you don't have your goals defined, then you're not motivated to reach those goals. So grab a pen and paper. Let's start jotting down your financial goals. Now, these goals can be broken down into short-term goals, mid-term goals, and long-term goals. So short-term goals. What are some examples of short-term goals? So I define short-term goals as goals you want to reach between now and two years. So goals that have uh, a max limit of two years. So an example could be building a reserve fund. Um, another one could be paying off your credit card debt, uh, saving for vacation. So maybe you plan on going on vacation next year and you want to start saving now. That could be a short-term financial goal. Another example is maybe you want to buy some household appliances. Maybe there are some appliances in your home you feel you need to replace. Or maybe you have some furniture in your home you want to replace. So that can be classed as short-term financial goal. Another example could be maybe you want to start your own investment account, right? Um, you want to start maybe a small brokerage account for retirement. That could be um, a short-term goal. Like creating that account could be the short-term goal. Now, the next level is mid-term goals. Um, these are goals that have a time um, limit of two to five years, so examples could be saving for a down payment. So maybe you want to buy a new home. Um, another example could be starting a new business, um, pursuing um, further education. So maybe you want to do a master's or a doctorate and you want to start saving towards that. Um, another midterm goal could be buying a car. Maybe you're like me and you prefer to pay cash for your cars. I think that's the wisest thing to do. Instead of being bogged down with um, high interest rate loans on a car. Because at the end of the day, a car is not an asset. A car is a liability. Now, long-term goals. These are goals that have a time limit of five plus years. So examples could be retirement planning, um, investing for your children's education, purchasing a property, um, estate planning, wealth accumulation, or financial independence. So these are long-term goals. So that's step number one, setting financial goals. Now, step number two is assessing your current financial situation. Now, we all have goals, but we, for us to achieve the, those goals, we need to assess where we are right now. Right. Someone once said that for you to have uh, uh, directions to where you want to go, you need to tell the map navigation where you are starting from. So assessing your current financial situation is critical for you to be able to reach your goals, because this way you'll be able to assess as you go whether you are on track to hitting those goals. So this includes understanding your income, your expenses, your assets and your debts. Now, I typically help my clients create a net worth statement. So um, I think this is absolutely critical for financial planning. Um, net worth statement will tell you exactly what uh, you have, right? So it takes into account your assets and your liabilities to come up with your net worth. Now, 
Don't worry if the picture looks daunting, right? This assessment is about you getting an understanding of where you are. So I don't want you to attach any emotional um, connotation to that. So for example, if you did your assessment and let's say your net worth is, um, take a guess, let's say $150,000, right? I don't want you to feel bad that your net worth is only $150,000 because that emotion will not serve you, right? So I don't want you to attach any emotion to your net worth. It is just a number, okay? And that number is neutral, okay? Now, step number three is budgeting and expense management. Now, budgeting is the cornerstone of financial planning. Now, I know this can be very boring for most people, um, but the reason it's boring is because you make it so rigid. So the way I approach um, budgeting is to make it as flexible as possible, but you still have um, a money goal, right? So for example, let's say for um, clothes in a month, you have a budget of $200, right? You have that location for clothes for the month. Now, I don't want you to now specifically break that down and say, oh, I'm going to spend $70 on pants. I'm going to spend $30 on shirts. No, that's being rigid. You just have to allocate a ballpark figure and then just spend accordingly. And then when you reach that limit, $200, you don't spend anymore. So it's about telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So I'm sure this happens to a lot of people where um, at the end of the month, you just wonder, where has my income gone, right? So instead of letting that happen to you, it's best to plan ahead and budget so you know exactly where your money is going to. You also need to track your expenses, differentiate between needs and wants, and create a budget that aligns with your goals. So remember in previous episode, I talked about having um, your future self as a person you want to provide value for in the future. So when you spend, always think to yourself, well, um, three months down the line, when I think of this purchase I'm about to make, how will I feel? So that's considering your future self. So this is what I also call value-based spending. So you spend money based on your values. So defining your values ahead of time is very key. So that when you spend, you say, am I aligning to my values? So remember, a budget is not about restricting yourself. It's about prioritizing what's most important to you. Okay, so step number four is building a reserve fund and managing debt. So I call this a reserve fund, but most people in the industry call this an emergency fund. I don't like the word emergency because for for me, my brain, it has a negative connotation. And I feel like if you plan for emergencies, emergencies are going to arise, right? So I don't call them emergencies. Instead, have a reserve fund. So a reserve fund acts as a safety net, a financial safety net. Aim to set aside at least six months of living expenses in an easily accessible account. So typically, this would be in a cash account and you can put this in a high interest account. Okay, and also um, in this step, addressing debt is crucial. List all your debts, prioritize a repayment strategy because 
I personally believe that debt is the number one killer of financial goals. Um, not only the mindset around debt, but what it does to your finances, especially when you have interest being paid on those debts. So I, I feel like it has a mental, um, it, it exerts mental pressure on your brain or on your emotions if you are in debt. Okay. So list all your debt and prioritize the high interest debt and pay them off first. Okay, step number five is investing for the future. Now let's talk about investing. Investing can help grow your wealth over time. Now, um, the key bedrock to investing is understanding your risk tolerance. Now, this is key because if you do not know your risk tolerance, you will very likely take on more risk than you are happy to absolve, okay? And um, your investment objectives will determine how much risk you are willing and able to take. Whether you want to invest in stocks, bonds, real estate or retirement accounts, your investing strategy to, has to align with your overall financial goals, okay? That's a wrap for today's episode on Financial Planning 101. And remember that financial planning is not a one-time task. It's an ongoing process that adapts to life changes. So start small, start where you are now, but stay consistent. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and join our Facebook group. Until next time, stay financially empowered. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If this episode encouraged, inspired, or taught you something new, please do me a huge favor by leaving me a review. Just head on over to Apple Podcasts, find the show, go to the main page of the show, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see a section where you can write me a review. And lastly, come on over to my Facebook group where you get support as you build wealth. This is an exclusive group of high-achieving and ambitious women actively working on getting rich. Find the link to the group in the show notes. I hope to see you back here soon. God bless you.